hello everybody and welcome to another episode i have said i'm calling these episodes because i keep saying it's not a podcast but it kind of is a podcast y'all deal with me um a falls on love and today i have um one of my favorites in the game on the other end of this um i got introduced to her work via ccj actually and what was the first thing I read? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the first thing I read, but my memory is trash. But it didn't matter because I read it and I was like, okay, and this is one of my new one-click shawties. So <laughs> welcome to the podcast, damn it, because it's just going to be one. Tay Russ, everybody. Hello. Hello. How are you tonight, my friend? Oh my God, I'm I'm good. I'm good, really. Tired, but good. Good, good to hear. Not the tired part, but that you're doing well. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll just kick this off. I'm going to ask a few questions, and then we'll okay. go into a random round of this or that questions that have absolutely nothing to do with like writing or reading or anything. Um, right. And then we'll end it up with you taking a bit of time to tell the people, excuse me, about your latest project or anything else that you want to share with them. So right. my first question is why romance? You could have chosen to write Western. You could have chosen to write <laughs> literary fiction. You could have chosen to write a genre that you actually told me existed, dinosaur porn, but you chose romance. <laughs> um, oh God, because that's what I was reading at the time. Like, honestly, I never like six or seven years ago would have imagined writing like any kind of books at all. Like when I was in high school, my like kind of goal or dream was like writing for newspapers or magazines or something like that. I never imagined writing um, books, let alone romance, but I kind of just fell into it. You know, I was reading, um, romance novels. I mean, I re I've been reading romance since I was like 15. Okay. And um, for a while, you know, after high school and college, I kind of like fell off from, you know, reading fiction altogether. You know, I was in college and then during college, I got married and had kids. And, you know, so there was a, a long stretch where I wasn't really reading much at all. And then somehow I think I stumbled across Francis Ray's books, and that's what got me back into reading romance. And then at some point, I had one of those moments where I was like, I could write stuff like this, and I think I'd be pretty good at it. And it just went from there, and I've been writing romance ever since. And I can't really imagine any more at this point writing anything else. So that is interesting because in the few of these that I've recorded so far, I think you are like the third person to say that you fell into writing this. Um, yeah, for sure. Which I, which I think is super interesting because I feel like that's either one of two paths that happens with a lot of like us indie writers. Either you set out to write novels or you fell into it. Like, I don't feel like that there's any sort of like middle ground or like I haven't talked to anybody who transitioned to from one type of like writing to novels or anything so um right yeah that's um sorry i just lost my train of thought that happens a lot 
Um, and one of my friends actually makes fun of me for it a lot because I'm always talking to her and I'm like, oh, I just got distracted. I can't remember where I was going. So I'm just going to move on to the next question. So um, I think I've said this in almost everyone that I've recorded yet. So people are going to be like, oh my God, she's so corny and scripted. But the honest truth is that I wrote two words down so I can remember to say this. So mm-hmm. the next question is actually two questions and you can choose to answer either one. So um, the first one you'll want to answer if you have a memory like an elephant. The second one will probably be your friend if you have a memory like Dory from Finding Nemo. <laughs> so <laughs> the first question is what was the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? Or mm-hmm. what is the last romance novel you read that made you want to open up a new doc and pick up your pen? Oh man. Okay. So the first um, romance novel that I ever read was called Scarlet Woman by Gwen Forrester. Um, like I said, I was 15. My aunt had like a whole lot, like a shitload of romance novels, like a trash bag full, I think it was. And I snuck in the bag and that's the first one that I pulled out and I read it and I was hooked ever since. And like, I think that was right around the time that I had gotten my like first little boyfriend in high school. So like, it was just like, <laughs> it was amazing. It was so amazing. Um, and the last book that I read that made me want to crack open a document and start writing is probably CCJ's, um, the one in the Connecticut Kings um, uh, series. Determining Possession, almost called yes. it by its initials. Determining Possession. That's the one that most recently I read and I was like, I need to like get my shit together and start writing something. Um, but like every, everything, every time I read something by her, that's what I feel like. I feel like, oh my God, I need to get off my ass and start working again. And I think that's what I love about those type of writers is when they make you feel like inspired and encouraged to write because it's that type of iron sharpens iron situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I know exactly what you mean. So I want to touch on two points, actually. I'm about to diverge and not go into my third question like I normally do. because. Okay. Um, so the first thing that I want to touch on was that you said that your first romance you read was by Gwen Forrester, right? Yes. So what I am finding is like when I see like black romance authors, like mainly traditionally pub ones talk about like how they got into romance and, you know, the people they read coming up or whatever. Like I didn't recognize any of these names. Like they read the Roberts and Danielle Steele and white lady McWhiterson. And like, I never (laughs) read any of that stuff. And so like for you to be like, no, the first one I read was Gwen Forrest. I'm like, yo, like that was me. I was reading those too. Cause that was like, that was my introduction to romance. Um, those right. people, like, I can remember the exact first romance novel that I've ever read. And it was actually an um, anthology with mm-hmm. Brenda Jackson, Carla Fred and um, Felicia Mason and all black women, like all black people in it. I've never read well, I take that back because I have now in my adulthood because people recommend things to me, but I didn't grow up and I didn't cut my teeth on white romance. And so it yeah. never seemed like a thing or an option or anything that I actually wanted to pursue to read, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I just thought that was dope because most And that people... was the same for me. Like growing up, like 
Wind Force, it was the first one I read. And then once I, I read that and I was like hooked and I was like sneaking into her books and I was like sneaking to Walmart and getting all the BET and Arabesque books and having to sneak them home because like my daddy's a pastor. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> like it was one of those things where, you know, he can't find these books because, you know, he might just have a fit. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was all those. Now, I have, as an adult, like you, I've read some, um, you know, romance that aren't African-American. And there's some that I've enjoyed, but there's something about reading authors that look like you and their characters look like you and you know they look like you. And you don't have to read those other books and, like, kind of imagine them being a different color than what they are. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So it's it's more it feels more real. I mean, it is more real when you read anybody when you're African American and you read African American romance novels. Yeah, it absolutely feels different. Like I don't I don't even know how to like put it into words, but it's definitely like I'm less into the story if I don't know like if the people aren't black. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. girl, all right, mm hmm. This is fine, I guess. Like, I'm less invested in, like, the progression of the story. So, right. Um, I said two things, didn't I? So I touched mm -hmm. on the one by you. Did, um, oh, I probably was just about to stand for CCJ. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I was. I was because I was going to talk about Ramsey and how much I love him. And oh, yes. Right. Amazing. Let, me, let, me say something. let me say something real quick because she messaged me about it and I was like, don't even worry about that. Look, y'all, don't worry about that 5'8", okay? There's nothing wrong with that 5'8", because I'm married to a 5'8". He's amazing. <laughs> so I felt some kind of way about, oh, he's not six plus girl. I had some other words, but I'm not going to say those words. <laughs> but right? So, I, so I'm short. You, you've met me, so you see how short I am. Yeah, like, yeah we're probably like the same height. Yeah, you're probably actually taller than me. <laughs> like, well, that's because every time you see me, I'm in heels that are like four inches high, but like right. not in the heels. We're probably the same height. How that tall are you? Five feet even. Are you serious? Okay, so then yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a little bit taller. <laughs> yeah, everybody is taller than me. I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> like they're even small children are taller than me. So, but what I was gonna say about like the short guy thing and like how people were really trying to play Ramsey dust and I'm just like really like do you know how many blessings you've probably blocked because you've like shuffled somebody to the side for a very superficial reason and let me just say this and you can you can erase this out later if you need to but my only thing well not my only thing but one of my thinkings about it was nobody is worried about height when your legs are in the air so okay there you know, exactly like Ramsey was doing what he needed to do, so my man told her to take it like a champ. So, like, yeah, right? so, like <laughs> we love Ramsey. So, what do you so, do? Obviously. All right. So, the last question I have for you is: What is one theme um, in romance or trope that you haven't written yet that you want to? Oh, I remember you sent me this, and I thought of one, and now I'm trying to remember what it is, and I can't at the moment, but I don't know at the moment. And I don't know if this is, like, I've been toying with the idea of doing more mystery, and mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I would include 
the romance aspect of it. I kind of feel like I would because that's just my my main thing. Um, but I've gotten a lot of like, you know, with Reckless Love and Dangerous Love, they love the whole romantic suspense area of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely want to do more, more romantic suspense for sure because I only have like two and a half, I'll say, that are romantic suspense. But I don't know, like, I'm kind of open, you know, to mm-hmm. whatever, whatever comes to me, maybe a paranormal, because before I, um, and no dinosaur sex, but, <laughs> but um, before I really got into romance, I, I was into paranormal quite a bit. So I, I, I could see myself at somewhere down the road in maybe a few years maybe delving into paranormal, romantic, you know, romantic paranormal, something like that. But um, I don't know. It, it Anything's possible, really. <laughs> Sue, now it's a random this or that question. Okay. So like I said before, these have nothing to do with anything. They're going to be super random. You're probably going to be like, girl, WTF. Look <laughs> 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 at some of these. I was just like, okay, we're just going to figure it out. All right, so my first one is breakfast or dinner. Oh, I forgot to give my disclaimer. So you can either just say your answer and that's it flat out, or if you feel the need to explain your answer, you can go ahead and do that as well. Okay, probably breakfast. Okay. Um, French fries or tater tots? Fries, for sure, fries. I, I've never really been into tater tots. Um, yeah, just no, fries. <laughs> uh, Facebook or Twitter? Probably Twitter these days. Okay. Um, Coke or Pepsi products? Coke products. All Coke products. I don't know. Is there? I can't think of a Pepsi product that I like, but yeah, definitely Coke. Okay. Cake or pie? Um, Depends on the mood. Most likely cake. And if it is pie, it's probably either just pecan or chocolate cream because I'm not a big pie fan. And those are like the only two pies that I like at all. Okay. And then I'm going to ask two more. Um, okay. Movies at home or movies in a the theater? Movies in a the theater. And um, the last... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I don't know. I was just going to say, for the most part, I enjoy just going out and being in a the theater and it gives me an excuse to be away from home. <laughs> <laughs> all right and the last one is texting or phone calls texting like I'm yeah I'm texting all the way now I barely answer my phone unless it's somebody I know and even then like it's like you couldn't have told me that in a text so yeah I'm, I'm all the way text now all right <laughs> so funny I'm so I'm yeah. like I'm like low-key anti-text messaging you what I'm low-key anti-text messaging. Like, I'll sit up and have, like, a three-hour phone conversation and not be bothered <laughs> by it. It depends but on the person. Do. It but depends on the phone. Yeah, it depends on the person. Like, I swear, like, 83% of the reason why I'm single is because dudes want to text. Good morning, yeah. so what's up? Like, nigga, pick up the phone and call. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is your life about? All right, so... We have now reached the portion of the show where you can um, 
have the floor. It's all yours. You can talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. You can talk about your latest release. You can talk about an upcoming release. You can talk about past releases, whichever way you want to go. Okay. Um, well, of course, my latest release was a novella. It came out earlier this week called A Dash of Love. I don't think it's a secret anymore that it's Dana and Aiden's story. And it's like the story that everybody has been like, the, the secondary characters in a series that I've been asked the most about ever. Um, like every time somebody reads the Noble to Sweet Rapids series, I'm either getting messaged on Facebook or a post on my pa- my Facebook page asking like, when are we going to get their story? And quite honestly, I had no plans on doing this story at all. Like I legit, well, not at all. Let me rephrase that. This year, I didn't have any plans on doing that story this year because I hadn't like felt anything from them or anything. And I had like plans on doing some other stories. And I was legit like, I had, and I, I literally just put Dangerous Love out like, I don't know, I guess two or three weeks ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was giving myself a so-called break, which I always say I'm going to take a break in between books, and that's usually never lasts very long. But um, I was messing around with a cover, just playing around making some covers, and I made the cover for A Dash of Love, and I was like, you know, there's the cupcakes on the front or whatever, and it made me think of Everett's Bakery from the Nobles of Sweet Rapids. And I was like, well, you know, that could be the cover for Dana and Aiden's book. And then Dana and Aiden were like, hello, I think we're ready for our story. And so I literally sat down on Sunday. Well, not sat down, I was in my office like whiteboarding because of course I had to go through all of the other Noble books and find anywhere they were mentioned. And, um, you know, kind of write it down so I could piece it together for Dana and Aiden's story. And then, you know, I just started writing. And like three days later, I had their novella finished. Like, cause I was like just writing nonstop. And um, yeah, it was done. And then a few days later it was up. And like, I didn't tell, like, I literally told like two people and you were one of them. <laughs> I literally told like two people what I was working on. It was you and Christina. And that was it. Because I didn't want to do like I usually do and like kind of start promoting it and doing all this stuff and then get the readers all excited. And then my brain just stalls and crashes. And then like, for whatever reason, I don't finish the book. And so, um, yeah, so it was totally a surprise for the readers. And Thankfully, they seem to be enjoying it and are very happy with it, which was one of the things I was like scared shitless about because I was like, they it's this is one of those highly anticipated stories that they've been like really like campaigning for. And like, I didn't want to let them down, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, they seem to have been really enjoying it. And so I'm very, very happy about it. So, yeah. So let's just take a pause of the cause because I need to stand out for the one time. So (laughs) I don't think you understand how I was like, so she just gonna make Aiden 
just obey like this. Like <laughs> my my man's is just gonna like come through and be like slick at the mouth. He was so and slick, and I loved it. I love characters like that where they're just like that. Like my so so my whole thing is like I love a cocky motherfucker, right? Yes. Yes. And and I love when somebody is so cocky and they don't care and they just swag all over everybody else. Like I get my <laughs> entire life from it. And maybe it's you know maybe it's my star sign manifesting in a different way because I don't always swag on hoes like I need to. But like I live <laughs> for it when people do it. Like Beyonce does it in song. Characters do it in books. People do it on TV, and I just live for it so much. And so when Aiden, like, off the jump was just so slick at the mouth, I was like, okay, I see what she's doing here. I've bought in. I'm not even a quarter of the way through this. Let's go. This number one. This him right here. This right here, Nikki. He's it. Yeah, and people are like, people are saying that he's, like, probably their top one out of all of my books now. And I'm like, wow, I did not expect that. I'm happy about it for sure, but I did not expect it, Mike. So yeah, but I love Aiden; he's great. Yeah, and and I like and I love the dynamic between him and Dana. Um, so I so I love like contentious relationships that eventually evolve into a little bit more. Um, you've read my books; almost every woman that yeah. I write is difficult as hell. Um, <laughs> my subconscious coming out on the pages, but. Um, but I love that, like, Aiden was steadfast in being like, I don't care how difficult you're trying to be. Like, I'm trying to see what's up. So is you with it or what? And, you know, he fell back for a minute, but he was still present. Yeah. He showed up at the opening of the second bakery like, hey, girl, congratulations. So smooth <laughs> with it, though. Like, he slid in so smooth and then peace out on her. And I was like, yo. <laughs> How can I weird science this man into being real? Like, I was trying to figure it out. I was over here studying physics and shit to see, like, if I could, like, learn how to weird science a man from a book into, like, real life. Spoiler alert, I did not. Ah, uh, yeah. Not good at science. <laughs> but, no. Um, so, um, I, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Um, mm-hmm. Like, or whatever. But I really enjoy... Um, the manner in which you put people in your books in interesting um, occupations and stations in life, right? So, like, yeah. Aiden was a sculptor. You have the nobles who their family started a natural hair care and skincare line in freaking small town Nevada. Like, how does this happen? Like, where does where does this come from? Like, how did that come to your brain? This is probably going to be a lot. Um, well, for Sweet Rapids, like, I did, I guess it's two years ago now, I did the um, Colton novellas. And of course, that was a fictional town in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I wanted to do another fictional small town because I'm from a small town. So like, that's just one of the things that, you know, I love. And even where I'm at, even where I'm at, um, where I'm living now, you know, it's, it's not a big city, but mm-hmm. we have like a historic downtown. So it's like got the kind of small town feel if you go downtown. And so I knew I wanted to do another um, small town 
fictitious um, like series or story. And I knew I wanted to do another family because of course I have the McAllister family, but I didn't want to do like a huge ass family where there's like brothers and sisters and cousins and all of that. I wanted to do something short. So I was like, okay, well I'll do like maybe four brothers and sisters and like just randomly I was like, okay, I'll do quadruplets, whatever. I don't even know where quadruplets came from. It was just completely random. But then I think I saw, um, a news story about quadruplets going to like Harvard or Princeton or somewhere big, like an Ivy League school, and they were black. And I was like, okay, that's the sign. I'm gonna still, I'm gonna stick with quadruplets. The hair care line, I was kind of obsessed with Shea Moisture, so you know, I kind of was like, well, let's just do one um, in the book, you know. And that's pretty much it, honestly. I was gonna say something else, but I kind of lost my train of thought. but that that's the gist of it i know um and yeah that was pretty much it like and with the with the name i just was like writing out a bunch of different like um different towns that sounded you know nice or whatever and i ended up picking sweet rapids in the end i honestly couldn't tell you why i picked nevada i just didn't want to do another texas one so um, Nevada was kind of random also. I support but, it. Like I said, like I listen. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. The reason, <laughs> the reason why um, I picked them to do like their occupations is basically just kind of a research type thing. I enjoy doing research for all these types of jobs for these characters. And one of the things that I love the most about the nobles in particular is it got to show them doing the jobs that they were kind of being, um, that they were supposed to do in their family's company, but it also showed what their kind of other passion is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they were all kind of into, they were all into music, so they all played some kind of instrument, but they all did other things before they came home to help with the family business. Like Ian was a chef, um, Isaiah was a music producer, Ivy had her whole you know, video blogs, and um, Izzy was into fashion. And um, you know, I wanted to just kind of showcase, and even with Giselle, you know, it who was with Ian in Noble Surrender, you know, she had her thing where she was a chemist, but she also, you know, enjoyed aerial yoga, and she was a she was a yoga teacher, and it just kind of shows that we're multifaceted people. We don't just do one thing, you know. We have many passions and many hobbies and other things we like to do. So that's one of the reasons why I love. The noble so much is because it shows so many different sides of each of those characters but yes that's what i was going to say that i forgot <laughs> yo oh my gosh so my favorite thing about doing this so far has been learning more about the motivations behind the authors and how the characters came to be um, mm-hmm. And then also learning about like the writing process and things that rituals or, you know, things that people do that are sort of unique to their own writing processes. But yeah, this, like, I kind of want to turn this into like a full fledged podcast. 
but I just don't have the time to do it. But it's so freaking interesting to me. Like, I just like talking to people and like learning about their processes and like figuring out like the puzzles behind the works or whatever. It's kind of like, um, did you ever watch Inside the Actor Studio with James Lipton? Yes, I love that show. Uh. Yes, so like I would love to do like the author version of that, right? I mean, you're kind of doing it right now already. Thank you so much, Tay, for coming through um, and telling the people a bit more about you and your work and answering my crazy ass questions. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to just come and hang out with me for hell, probably like 45 minutes at this point. No problem. I've had a blast. So thank you for having me. Hey.